All right, Podcast 21. Today we're going to talk about another very common popular supplement, BCAAs. Alright, so today we're going to talk about BCAAs, the branch chain amino acids. So what are these? They are essentially three amino acids, L-leucine, L-isoleucine, L-valine. Alright, now when you talk about foods that have protein, they, they typically contain BCAAs that are bound, peptide bound, which means they're not free form BCAAs like you would find in a supplement, but uh, they have to be broken down to be utilized. Um, so when you look at why are they so popular? So first thing first, they account for about 35% of the essential amino acids in human muscle. Now, these three, the BCAAs, are three of the nine EAAs that we will talk about in a later podcast. And which another thing that makes these special, like most amino acids, they bypass the liver and they're primarily oxidized in skeletal muscle. All right. Now, that's just the three compounds. Now, we look at them individually. Uh, leucine is probably the most uh, popular one, mainly because um, it's well known to trigger MPS or muscle protein synthesis. While Isoleucine actually induces glucose uptake within cells and promotes um, glucose metabolism. And when you look at um, isoleucine and valine, they can both be converted into glucose and used by the body as a source of fuel, which prevents other amino acids from being broken down from muscle tissue. So that's why you see sometimes BCAAs can also be used as uh, intra-workout mainly because isoleucine valine can actually be used as a source of fuel. And one of the things that um, BCAAs are touted as, we talk about being anabolic, they essentially can prevent the breakdown of muscle tissue, um, mainly because, again, the body can use those as fuel sources in the workout um, instead of using muscle, assuming that you're lean and your glucose stores are very low, which probably shouldn't necessarily happen right um also um bcas have been shown to delay doms or reduce doms delayed onset muscle soreness and assist with muscle recovery um when you talk about when should you take these if you look at post-workout recovery um they can typically be taken right after a workout uh, sometimes you see people drink on them throughout the day. They mix them in a gallon of water, just sip on them all day. Um, if you take them pre or intra workout, um, they can actually help prevent breakdown of muscle tissue, like I mentioned earlier, um, and enhance your performance. Now, when you look at what suggested doses are, um, it's a little bit, I don't want to say mathematically challenging. Um, typically, you see BCA sold in specific ratios, one of the most uh, common ones. Uh, 211, 312, and that's typically the leucine, isoleucine, the valine ratios. Um, I would say the most effective one is 211. Um, so 
uh, two gram leucine, one gram isoleucine, one gram valine. And so, which would mean that if you're taking four grams of this BCA, two grams will be leucine. I would suggest um, for the overall BCA dose, you should probably go eight as a minimum. Uh, mainly because if you do eight, that puts you at four, uh, two, two. And that's important because I'm going to talk about leucine by itself later. But leucine, again, triggers the muscle protein synthesis. But typically, you need a certain amount of leucine. It's suggested about four grams to hit that trigger. All right. So my that's the, the background on BCAs. What are my opinions on it? Um, first thing first, they taste terrible. So if you buy unflavored BCAs, they will taste terrible. Uh, typically, you'll see them flavored for a reason. Now, the, the one of the big arguments is behind are BCAs necessarily required? And I say no. Mainly because uh, if you look at Jeff Nipper did a very good video talking about this and it kind of ties into protein. The, the BCA content within specific types of protein, whether it's uh, milk, whey, um, your chicken, fish, beef, things like that. Essentially, if you're eating if you have a meal plan, you have certain macros you're hitting, especially protein macros, you should be getting your BCAs specifically from your protein. I mean, a scoop of protein powder alone is going to have enough BCAs for you to, you know, to, to have an effect. Um, I think what it really got popular mainly was the idea that, you know, they're anabolic, especially if you take enough where, um, Essentially, people, what they were doing, they were taking enough to say they're keeping their body in a body. What essentially they were looking for was the leucine content being high. Now, I don't know why you wouldn't just take leucine by itself because it's cheaper, but marketing, right? Um, flavoring is another one. Some people can't handle the taste, so they like the flavors. Um, you know, these exotic fruit punch, raspberry, all these flavors that you can uh, essentially mix them in with water and kind of sip on them all day. But what we what we find out, and you know, thanks Jeff, to Jeff Nipper again for um, putting this literature up. Um, really, it, it, as long as your overall consumption of protein throughout the day is sufficient, you don't need BCAs. All right, if you're eating big or eating enough, um, this kind of goes back to your meal planning, right? When, when you meal plan for a bulk or even for a cut, I would say the cut would be even more important because. You know, doing a cut, you're up in your protein, so you're easily going to hit those BCA numbers. So, I, I personally, um, does it work? Yes, in a vacuum, yes. But if you're already on protein powder and you are on, you know, a meal plan that has a sufficient amount of protein, you don't need BCAs as a supplement. All right. Um, I would think the only real benefit would be if you train fast. And that's mainly because this allows you to get some energy, but BCAs are very, very low in calories, right? Like, I mean, they're nearly ne negligible in calories. So if you want to get uh, that energy boost, but not have um, to intake calories for that, um, this is where BCAs may be of benefit. But again, most people that are, are, are into fitness or are lifting, the first supplement you're going to get on is probably going to be a protein powder. And that alone is going to be sufficient for your BCAs. So that's my opinions. 
you can take it if you want to it does work but again it's really dependent upon how you're training and what you're already intaking in in supplements up to you um i used to take it obviously with the bro size thing but as i learned more realized hey i really don't need these days i take protein i want a couple of scoops a day so i definitely don't need, and i eat i'm relatively clean uh, good sources of protein so that's my opinion stick around for the next one peace